On the sixth day of Christmas, Spin Sucks gave to you six SEO tricks, five breakable habits, four productivity tools, three AI experts, two PR trends, and one mindset shift in a pear tree. Welcome to the sixth day of Christmas at Spin Sucks. We're not really talking SEO tricks per se. I use that only because it fits better in the lyrics of the song, which I wasn't going to sing for you, but you can sing if you'd like. It's more like best practices. SEO or search engine optimization often feels a little bit like magic. We know we should know how it works, but do we really? It turns out it's not magic. We don't have to be David Copperfield, and it's pretty easy for a communicator to add to one's skill set. After today, you'll know how to incorporate these six SEO best practices into your communications planning. If you're a communications pro who works hard, doesn't compromise quality, and gets the job done, welcome home. We'll share our tips, tricks, and stories, and together we will change the face of PR. Spin sucks, but we don't. With the Spin Sucks podcast, here's Jenny Dietrich. Yes, this is the sixth day of Christmas, but you should have 12 priority keywords to focus on for next year, one for each month of the year. You'll hear lots of people talk about a priority list of 10, and that's fine. I prefer 12 so that you have one focus per month. This doesn't mean all of your content for an entire month has to focus on one keyword. Au contraire. It does mean that at least once a month, you're developing content that focuses on that keyword. For instance, one of our priority keywords is the peso model. Can you imagine if we only produce peso model content for an entire month? This podcast would be boring. Our blog would be boring. Everything would be boring. Heck, I would be bored. I love advocating for the peso model, but geez louise, enough is enough. But throw in one peso model podcast episode and maybe two blog posts and an AMA with someone who has effectively used it inside their organization and one Facebook Live with a professor who teaches it, and suddenly we have some interesting content without being boring. This approach also allows you to test which content track works best for your audiences. Your keyword of the month should be the linchpin, or dare I say, the keystone <laughs> of your owned and earned media. What that looks like in your communications plan is this. You produce some content that's focused on your monthly keystone or linchpin and make sure it's on your site with the appropriate title tags, alt text, and meta descriptions. If you don't know what those things are, become very familiar with Moz, which you can find at moz.com. They have an entire library dedicated to helping you figure out the basics, and they make it really, really easy to understand. Then you want to let the content sit on your site for a couple of weeks. This allows Google to start to crawl the content and understand that you are an expert on the topic. Let the spiders do their job while you focus on some other things. Once a couple of weeks have passed since you first hit publish, now it's time to grease your media relations chops. In this instance, I prefer to pitch contributed content because I can control the message and the very important link back to my site, but any media relations will work. Create a small list of publications and blogs that accept contributed content and also produce content on your topic. In the example I used earlier, I would want to pitch publications and blogs that talk about the PESO model. In this case, it might be PR Week, Mashable, PR Daily, and others. Once they've accepted content on your topic, this is where you become an SEO master. Write the article and make sure it follows all the great rules about storytelling and messaging and value. And then add one little thing. 
make sure your priority keyword is used as the anchor text that includes a link back to your site on the same topic. Let me talk you through how this might look. I might pitch PR Week and they agree to run an article on the peso model. I write something worthy of their site that will also be valuable to their readers. And in that article, I highlight the words peso model and I hyperlink them to a peso model article on SpinSucks. Now I've told Google that a highly valuable site such as PR Week thinks SpinSucks is the expert on the peso model and we get a gold star. That's how you want this to work. Choose one per month. Create content for your site. It can be audio, video, and or written content. Then pitch the media, and once approved, include your priority keyword in the article with a link to the content on your site of the same topic. Voila, SEO master. Now let's say you don't pitch contributed content or you have a media outlet or blog where you want to garner a feature or interview or even be included in a roundup. The anchor text and link work here too. You just have to ask for it. Now, now, I can hear you yelling, I can't ask a journalist to include a link to my site. Oh, my friend, that is just what you're telling yourself. And that's your head trash, as a client of ours calls it. They will include a link and most won't mind that you've asked. They know how the SEO game is played and it helps them as much as it helps you. I've only had ever had two journalists tell me no. One was TechCrunch and there was no getting around that. Okay, fine. I lost that one. And the other was the Chicago Tribune, which made me mad because I freaking live here and I know those people. So I went to the digital director instead and I asked him. Luckily, he used to work for me and had no problem including the link. The moral of the story is this. You absolutely can ask for the link and for them to use your priority keyword as the anchor text. Now we're on to the third SEO best practice, understanding domain authority, what it means for your own search results, and how getting a link from a media site helps. Domain authority is a search engine ranking score developed by Moz that predicts how well a website will rank on search engine result pages. A domain authority score ranges from 1 to 100, with higher scores corresponding to a greater ability to rank. To give you some context, the New York Times has a domain authority of 95. If you get a link from them to content on your website, you will have found the golden ticket. Go to Moz, that's M-O-Z dot com, to figure out your website's domain authority. Click on Free SEO Tools in the upper right-hand corner and drop your site's URL in the box. Hit the yellow Analyze Domain, and it will give you a score. Most organizations' websites range from 20 to 40, so don't panic if yours is in that range. It's totally normal. In fact, don't panic if it's less than 20. It's totally normal. Now that you know your domain authority, your goal is to work with media outlets and blogs that have a higher domain authority than your own. When you create your small media list to pitch for contributed content, make sure every site on the list has a higher domain authority than yours. It certainly doesn't hurt if it's lower, but it won't help either. It'll be really tempting to watch your domain authority daily or weekly, especially right after a story is published that has your priority keyword and link included. Don't do that. Your domain authority will fluctuate. It'll go up when a story is published and it'll go down when Google makes a change to their algorithm. There are two things you can do to prevent panic. Number one, keep an eye on the domain authority of your competitors. If their score drops when yours does, you know it's an algorithm change. If theirs stays the same or increases, you know you have some work to do on your own website. The second is to read the article I wrote about this on SpinSucks. I'll link to it in the show notes. It will help you maintain your sanity. 
Next, we'll talk about how you can save tons of time getting your content SEO ready. But first, like many communicators, you probably have a goal of building a communications program that integrates the PESO model and has metrics that can prove you contribute to an organization's goals. Likewise, you may have a goal of improving your writing skills or your frequency of writing, but it can be hard to stay inspired. We are here to help you. The 30-Day Communications Challenge is, well, a 30-day program that will help you build or refine your communications program, improve your writing skills, and give you extra credit for doing things beyond the daily prompt. It's for communicators, marketers, business owners, anyone who needs to craft a measurable communications plan, but isn't sure where to begin or hasn't made the time to do it. You can get all sorts of information, sign up for the challenge, and buy the communicator's playbook, the ebook that accompanies it, if you go to spinsucks.com and scroll through the front page. You'll see our entire 12 Days of Christmas series, to this point anyway, and you'll find a few blog posts about the challenge. Go check it out. Now back to SEO. You're busy, I'm busy, everyone is busy, which means no one has time to redo work. To avoid having to do that, optimize your content for online, voice, and mobile as you create it. And that is best practice number four. Let's look at each of these really quickly. When you optimize to be found online, you want to make sure you always do what we talked about earlier. Title tags, alt text, subheads, and meta descriptions, all with your priority keyword included. As you might imagine, there are articles on Spin Sucks on the topic, and I'll drop links in the show notes for you to learn more. One of my favorites is the blog checklist, which works for any type of content you'll publish online. Next, when you optimize for voice search, you want to consider how people might ask questions of their voice-activated assistants and create content in that way. People tend to speak in a more natural conversational language when performing a voice search. The words they use and how they phrase them are different. Voice search is a conversation with a device, and voice queries are longer than typical searches. For example, to find a coffee shop, you might type best coffee shops. But when you're asking your voice-activated assistant, you may ask, what's the best coffee shop near me? Or for me, what's the best coffee shop near Wrigley Field? That will allow me to find something really close to me. Tom Jager wrote a really good piece for us a couple of months ago that you can refer to as you create content for online voice and mobile. And last, but definitely not least, optimizing for mobile means your visitors don't have to scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll and scroll to read one paragraph. Keep your paragraphs reasonably short. Make sure your images are high enough resolution that they can be viewed, but also don't have to be pinched to maybe made bigger or smaller for that matter. And that videos have captions for those of us who don't like to watch with the volume on. All of this can take a little time getting used to, but you'll be happy you did when you don't have to republish your content three times to get the full value out of it. Next, for about a decade now, we've been talking about the importance of creating the best piece of content for the topic on the internet. That's it. If you create the best piece of content for your topic on the internet, it won't matter what Google does to its algorithms, including BERT, which is their latest and greatest. You will always rank high in search because, well, no one else has anything better. If you create expertise, your content and your website will have authority, which then begins to build trust. When you create the very best content on the topic on the internet, you automatically gain all of those. Now with BERT, your best piece of content for the topic on the internet gets even more gold stars because it actually reads or hears or watches as great content. If your communication strategy has evolved to create for humans first, robot second, you will continue to be rewarded. So what does that look like? Answer the questions your prospects, customers, loyalists, and ambassadors ask with your content. 
Marcus Sheridan popularized <laughs> this idea many years ago and then formalized it in his book, They Ask, You Answer. This strategy still works and now BERT rewards it. And the best part is this works for both traditional search and voice activated. If you answer the questions your people ask, you will be found. The moral of the story is this. Don't stress about all of the Google updates as long as you always create the best content on the internet for your topic. Which brings us to the sixth and final SEO best practice is that you should never, ever, ever write for the robots. Sure, we've just spent some time talking about priority keywords and domain authority and meta descriptions and alt text and more. You definitely need to keep those things in mind. But if they rule your content, you won't have the best piece of content on the internet for your topic anywhere. You know what this looks like. It's content on a website that looks like someone threw up a bunch of keywords and phrases that don't make any sense. That's less obvious today, but they certainly still exist. Don't do that. While the goal is always to get on the first page of Google results so prospects can find you, you won't achieve that if you don't write for humans first. If you follow the other five best practices outlined here, you'll master search engine optimization because it will have been produced for human beings. And human beings, after all, are who buy, not robots. Produce the very best piece of content on the internet for your topic every time while using the tips outlined today, and you will win at the SEO game while your competitors try to figure out what the heck you're doing that has garnered you so many results. In the end, while you must master SEO if you create content, it isn't the only source of new leads. It must be used in tandem with other tools you have at your disposal in today's digital world. Implementing these six best practices will help you go forth and prosper. Your six SEO best practices are, number one, use one priority keyword every month in your content and master it before you move on. Number two, be really smart about how you earn links to your site with your priority keywords as anchor text. Number three, understand domain authority. Number four, optimize your content in advance for online, voice activated, and mobile. Number five, understand the Google algorithm changes. And number six, don't write for robots. If you're following along with the 12 Days of Christmas series, check the blog tomorrow for the seven PR pros to follow. And I'll be back next week with the 10 PR metrics to include in your 2020 planning. I'll see you then. If you're ready to change the face of PR, make sure you subscribe to the Spin Sucks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review.